Awani. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from Thursday, the 13th of January, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Get your phones out and start tweeting. The government lifted the ban on Twitter in the country on Thursday, the 13th. Six months ago, the social media company was banned for deleting tweets from the president. According to the government, Twitter agreed to the conditions for its return which are open an office in the country and cooperate with authorities to regulate content and quote-unquote harmful tweets. Twitter will also appoint a designated country representative to hold talks with the Nigerian government when required. At a consultative meeting on Thursday the 6th, Anyim Pius Anyim, former Senate president and member of the People's Democratic Party, declared his interest in running for president for the 2023 elections. The race for the 2023 presidency is getting heated as Borlar Tinubu, a national leader of the opposition party, All Progressives Congress, or APC, said on Monday the 10th that he had told President Buhari, also a member of APC, that he plans to run for president. The United Nations Convention for Climate Change released Nigeria's 2050 Long-Term Low Emissions Vision, or LTV, document on Sunday the 9th. The Minister of State for Environment, Sharon Ikiezor, said the document showed the country's commitment to the Paris Agreement, since the LTV expects Nigeria to be a climate-resilient and low-carbon emission country by 2050. If you'd like to know more about the LTV document, you can follow the link in our show notes. On that note about the United Nations, former Nigerian Minister of Environment, Armina Mohamed, was reappointed as the Deputy Secretary General on Monday the 10th, for a second term of five years. The Secretary General Antonio Guterres said he appreciated Mohammed's leadership of the UN Sustainable Development Group and her determination to maximize the impact of the UN development system on the ground. Also on Monday the 10th, to protect the safety of applicants waiting at the visa application centers, the UK mission said the Flexi appointment, or the walk-in service, will be temporarily suspended in the country. At the moment, applicants will only be able to submit visa applications on their scheduled appointment dates. However, there will be exceptions for serious cases, such as health emergencies. Speaking of traveling, Qatar Airlines doubled its flight network in the country on Wednesday the 12th. There will be four weekly flights to Karno, north of the capital city, Arbujar, and three to Rivers, the southernmost state in the country from the 2nd of March. This is in addition to existing flights in Lagos and Arbujar. The National Center for Artificial Intelligence and Robotics partnered with Japan's International Cooperation Agency to launch an incubation program for startup companies on Monday the 10th. The program, called iHatch, is free and lasts for five months. The perks include offline and online interactive training from experienced professionals, a co-working space, mentorship with technology, specialists, and funding opportunities at the end of the program. The deadline for registration is the 31st of January, 2022, and any individual that is at least 18 years old and that has an idea that they think will contribute to the development of the Nigerian economy can apply. To do so, follow the link to our show notes. 
To more news on startup companies, Nigerian financial technology company BeFree raised about $2 million on Thursday the 6th from Voltron Capital, Logos Ventures, and other angel investors. The company offers debt recovery tools to credit institutions, including digital lenders and banks that use data to build customer profiles. It predicts their behavior using an algorithm and recommends the best debt collection method. The money raised will be used to expand the company into more African countries. From an expanding company to a company that is downsizing, Standard Chartered Bank announced on Monday the 10th that it plans to close about half of its branches in order to cut costs. Only 13 branches will remain in the country, and the company is instead going to strengthen its mobile banking and field agent network to reach new customers and handle basic banking services such as cash cash withdrawals and deposits. The bank traditionally focused on corporate clients, but said it plans to start using digital lending to process small loans quicker and increase the volume of retail credit it offers. On Tuesday the 11th, the World Bank projected the economy will grow 3% in 2022, higher than that of the growth in 2021. The reasons for this growth are higher oil prices and increased activities in the service sector, driven by telecommunications and financial services. However, according to the bank, the recovery from inflation, reduced income, and job losses that the coronavirus pandemic caused will be slow. Now, some updates on the COVID pandemic. In a bid to increase the vaccination rate in the country, Only 10% of eligible citizens have taken the first dose as of Sunday the 9th. The National Primary Healthcare Development Agency urged state governments on Monday the 10th to enforce vaccine mandates on state and local government workers. The federal government had already enforced them on federal government workers back in October of 2021. The drive to increase the vaccination rate in the country got a boost on Tuesday the 11th as Greece donated 1 million doses of the Janssen vaccine. The Minister of State for Health welcomed the donation but said some certification checks have to be done to ensure the vaccines are safe and not expired. Therefore, they won't be administered immediately. Uh, Recall that in December, the country destroyed more than 1 million expired vaccines. Okay, now let's talk some sports. The African Cup of Nations, or AFCON, started on Sunday the 9th with a match between Cameroon and Burkina Faso. The opening ceremony saw the president of Cameroon, of the Confederation of African Football, or CAF, and of the FIFA in attendance. Cameroonian singer Fali Ipupa performed to the crowd at the ceremony while dancers wearing red, green, and yellow, which are the colors on the Cameroonian flag, danced in the middle of the field. Nigeria kicked off its tournament with a win against Egypt on Tuesday the 11th. Talking about the AFCON, the CAF announced an increase in prize money at the tournament on Friday the 7th. The winners will now get $5 million, an increase of $500,000, and the prize money of the runners-up will increase by $250,000. There is good news for sports fans that plan to watch this competition. On Thursday the 6th, Nigerian financial technology company Flutterwave announced it will sponsor the broadcast of the tournament on Afrosport TV. Citizens will be able to watch all 52 matches of the AFCON without cost on the channel.
Before the tournament began, video sharing platform TikTok and the CAF announced a one-year partnership on Friday the 7th that will see TikTok host pre- and post-match interviews and matches highlights on its platform. TikTok will also support other major African football competitions in 2022, like the Champions League and the Women's AFCON. Moving on to a football player that will not be at AFCON, on Friday the 7th, Emmanuel Dennis won both the Player and Goal of the Month awards at Watford, which is the football club that he plays for. He has been in fine form this season, scored eight goals from 17 appearances. Uh, And if you recall, uh, last week we reported that he will not be at the tournament because Watford refused to release him. Finally, today's book recommendation is called I Do Not Come to You by Chance, written by Trisha Inwabani, which follows a young unemployed graduate, Kingsley whose uncle introduces him into the world of earning money via email scams. Although it is satirical, the book highlights important social issues in the country like the high unemployment rate, corruption in the government, dilapidated social anemones, and health facilities. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. But before we leave, we wanted to let you know that experts say telling your friends about us will prevent these updates from having ads. It's true. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. That's O-R-O-S-H-O-K.com. Odabor. Odabor.